Hey, it's your boy OG Bernie, and this is the Left Burn Round Podcast, available on Anchor FM, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Click and enjoy. Burn. Now, I've been repeating this before for the longest right now. Maybe way before even starting this podcast, way before having kids. I'm a diehard Knicks fan. Since, I could say, as early as maybe the end of Patrick Ewan's career. There, there was a little time that, you know, I went to Boston for a little bit because, you know, I love Kate. I love how Kevin Garnett was playing. Paul Pierce, he was... He was not he was not a highly superstar player, but he was very he was clutch. And then Ray Allen, all he does is hit threes. I fell in love with him. Then they had a young Rondo. That was that little time period. Throughout all my throughout my career, like I said, I I just I just loved the Knicks. You know, I was a loser. They were losers also. But it comes to a point where this is it gets it gets to a, it, I'm sorry, it just gets to a point where they you have to tell it what it is. They suck. They are a horrible brand franchise. And any type of management, if you got no type of communication, which this Knicks team do not right now, and it's not, it's not like it's just the front office. It goes all the way up to the chairman, the CEO, the guy who runs the whole MSG, James Dolan. Now, does he deserve does he deserve all of the blame for the last 20 years? Mostly since he's the only person remaining. You got rid of GMs, you got rid of front office personnel, you got rid of players, star players, and yet you still doing all this type of nonsense, and then you expect some shit to go your way, and then you complain about it, and then you bitch about it. And then this is the result. I've seen many, many times just through the media how this team has just been... Oh, they've been the laughing stock of the NBA, and no, that's not been the case. I could tell. I could say there's been a maybe a couple of teams that's been more of a laughing stock than the Knicks. But as a franchise that haven't won a championship in almost 50 years, you would thought this would be the urgency to get something. That James Dolan, he would be focusing on trying to get them a title more than anything instead of you know picks. And they've been in the cellar of the worst of the NBA for a better part of I would say they've been one of the worst teams they've been the world I think they've been the worst team in 20 in the last 20 years collectively they had a, they went to the playoff once during Marbury era and that didn't last long that definitely didn't last long they went to the play of me what three four more times during Carmelo's era him and Style Meyer and those crew. And that's about it. After that, this team has been a perennial all fuckery team. No type of consistency. They can't win for shit. So many head coaches came and went. Star players, well, quote unquote star players came and went. And they were busted. Your main guy, your, only, your really main guy was Carmelo. And you got, and that was free as trade when you could definitely got him in free agency that kind of made your team better. But yet you mortgage the future and get him. Who else? Stoudemire? He was injury prone throughout the whole 
five years with the Knicks. Jeremy Lin. Jeremy Lin, nobody knew who Jeremy Lin was until until the Knicks. He, he blew up to be a solid player, and then we didn't even resign him. We gave, we let him go to Houston again. Jason Kidd, two years, okay, decent. Felton, it's okay, but he, he shot himself in the foot with that bullshit gun charge. The um, who else? Who else? Who else can I say? Marbury. He was a he was a scrub. He he was all he was all by himself. And even coaches right now. Hornacek, Fisher, Isaiah Thomas, Scott Leyland. Can I name more? Well, I mean more I got. Now we got now we got Fisdale right now. He looks like he's an okay coach. The only problem is you don't wanna be in the you don't wanna be in the losing side of history right now. Now with the now with as decorated as a franchise of the Knicks. They have lost 17 and counting. A franchise worse. They got the other. They're gonna have the worst record, much more in history, more than what they had, I believe, two years ago when they only had 16 wins. And that was, I think at the time that was worse for the in the history. 16 wins. I don't even. I don't know what they got right now, but I don't think it's 16 wins for this team. Compared to last year when they was competing until Pazingas got hurt right now, this team is going nowhere. And oh yeah, let me remind you also, they traded Pazingas. Pazingas said he wanted out, they traded him within hours. As, almost as if they was going to get rid of him anyway. This team, this team is as backwards. There's no type of consistency, there's no communication. There's nobody right now in that front office that's have a say into anything because none of them can say shit. Game Dones runs the show. It goes his way or you're gonna get cut off. We had a we had a franchise player in Pazingas. One we drafted. One we had for about what was it? This was his going his fourth going on fifth, his fifth year. We had his rights. We could have we could have turned him listen, he was also for us. We could have definitely had him be one of the best out here. He was, and I think his skill set, seven foot three. He's he's on seven foot three, playing like Nowinski, and he's got defense. Best player in NBA, hands down. He could have been. We let him go. We let we let go the best player in the NBA, maybe in a couple years, for for almost for nothing. We got Dennis Smith, but. So what? We kind of got him yesterday, in the, last year in the draft. It wasn't for that whole French kid, Frank Nielakinich, who they thought they can, you know, turn to be a great point guard. No, he's a bum. They didn't do anything with this kid. They made him to a bum. What he's doing right now? Standing there in the bench. He's a bum. Y'all fucked fuck his career up after y'all got Moutier from Denver. Thinking that, you know, there'll be a competition and shit. Wrong. Wrong, so dead wrong. Moody is not a bad player, but damn, man, you drafted a point guard hoping he'd be the future point guard along with Pazingas, and this is what y'all do right now? Like, let me tell you something. If this team would have, you know, trained these guys properly, I think I think Neil Taylor would have been a solid point guard at best. He can pass the ball, he plays defense, he's, he's solid. Y'all already know Pazingas would definitely been an all-star again this year. He would even gotten better defensively. He can shoot the three. He would just been he would have been an all-around talent. And now you got Kevin Knox. 
who's a who's a promising young player? We don't know if he'll be an all-star. We don't know if he'll be a franchise for the Knicks, but he was a he's a promising player right now. And it's frustrated as a Knicks fan to see the lack of, you know, just everything, all phases of this team. We can't rebound. We keep allowing people to score on us, dunk on us, shoot threes on us. We allow over 110 points a game in this 17-game losing streak. Like, I understand we're tanking, but damn, show some heart. There's no type of heart winning this team. We lost to the Cavaliers of all teams right now. And they're the, and they're hard and the, skill wise, they're hard winning nothing right now. This I don't know. There's no answer to this. I understand. You're tanking, you're tanking, you're tanking to get enough you know picks right now so that you can eat, hopefully get Zion Williamson. That's the goal. The goal is to get Zion. But who to say Zion is even the is even the right player for us? Who says Zion is gonna change this whole complexion of the franchise and be like a LeBron James type player that can take us to the next level? Now, granted, he is very skilled, 280 pounds, and he's still not—he's he's what, 18, 19 years old? He still got room to grow. He can still get better. I think as long as you add it, you still you, you make him a perimeter shooter. Also, it'll just—it'll further, you know. He'll expand. As I said, he, it'll be similar to LeBron James with his body. Because of his speed and everything like that, he's a, he's a, he's a, like a tight end just running down on people. We could get him, but like I said, we were the worst team in basketball four years ago. And we ended with Pazingas. And Pazingas wasn't the best player in the... Was, a, was not even the number one player in that draft. Pazingas was fourth. We got him fourth. Now, I didn't listen. We was good regardless because look what Pazingas became last year before he got hurt. He was a he was an all-star. He was scoring 30 points. Nobody can stop him. Seven foot three. You can as far as you can probably jump as high as seven foot two. And yet you still got an inch of space right there. And all Pazingas gotta do is jump a couple more inches and let it go. That's what Pazingas was. We let that guy go to the Mavericks of all teams. Knowing the history of big guys they got right now. Knowing that the greatest urban player of all time is still there in the Winsky. Now, now you got him paired up with a rookie of the year candidate and maybe an MVP candidate, Lucas Rogers, who's who's turned the league upside down with his style of play. He's made him he's made the Dallas Mavericks relevant again to a point where they're fighting for playoff contention. Especially with the Clippers now just Giving up, giving away, getting rid of everybody. They're they're tanking themselves. The Kings, the Kings look good for right now, but who to say the Kings can hold on to this consistency for the rest of the year? So far, the Mavericks they show promise that they want them. They're making a run. The the trade that also went with the Zingers to the Mavericks also got Trey Burks, who's a decent shooter, and Tim Hardaway Jr., who's a, who who can score. He's when he when he goes on a hot streak, he goes on a hot streak. When he slumps, he definitely slumps. But he's been averaging around almost about 19 points a game this year. Those are not bad numbers. But at the same time, when the Knicks signed him, they was hoping he'll be, you know, a perennial all-star. They was hoping that they bring him back again. 
he'll be a guy who can score the same way he was scoring in Atlanta before they got him. And they haven't turned out. You got him twice just to trade him twice. He wasn't worth that max contract to begin with. The fact that Nick signed him for that max contract for four years was crazy. Hoping that they can get something out of him. They ain't get none out of this guy. And the result is he's gone again. Overall, is, who else they got? Who else they got? I'm, I'm think they got somebody else. Hell yeah, Courtney Lee. Courtney Lee was another person they wasted a fucking max contract with a couple years ago, and he turned out to be a bum also, and not because it was his fault. That's because the, the, the coaching staff for the Knicks was horrible. He was led by Jeff Hornacek, and during that time, I believe what Phil Jackson still. That's when they got Courtney Lee, and they 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 suck. I think during this, during the last couple of years of futility, the only consistent player I can honestly say who had heart was Eric Cantor. He had heart. He was definitely a player that I, you know, who, who also could have been an all-star. He definitely didn't deserve to get released, but at the same time, this team, this team was going in a different direction, and it sucks. Like I said, especially with a new coach. They've been switching new coaches every two, three years already. They fire one and then they fire one. is a well exceptional coach, but at the same time, you got this man going on a 17 game losing streak. He can't be really well exceptional coach when he's losing that many games. And these are games that this team could even win. Even as bad as this roster right now, they can win some games. You throwing these young players under the bus right now as like they some scrubs. They just need some more development and you just, they'll be good. But it just sucks right now you put them under the bus right now because of this fertility. Like, have them, let them, man, let them play and let them ball right now, man. Don't, don't just stunt their growth. Just let them, let them do what they gotta do. No. Listen, they should have got him last year. Uh, one year too late right now, but Dennis Smith Jr., He's looking like the he's looking like the player that this team should have drafted right now last year, made them the franchise player and cold of the day. And Dennis Smith right now he's playing as he's playing he's playing like he is a franchise player, and that's what I need. That's what, and that's maybe the only positive sign for the Knicks right now. Yeah, hopefully you keep Dennis Smith Jr. next year. If they can keep him next year, then I believe this you know he'll be one building you know block for this team right now. Just to see who they can get in free agency or who they can get in the draft. Now, it's, it's very clear you could either get Zion, which that'll be the main guy you need to get. I don't, he's the only guy this team needs to get in their mind right now. RJ Barrett is a solid player, but you're looking for somebody who can really be that difference maker, who can sell box office tickets, who can sell jerseys, who can be that guy right now, and hopefully you can develop him the right way, is Zion. If you're claiming that he's the next LeBron James, he's like a once-in-a-generation type player, then it's clear that you got to get Zion. That's it. If you just want a player that can be a part of a bigger, I guess, bigger block right now, or maybe you could get him to trade to get Anthony Davis, then get RJ Barrett. You have to get, get somebody that you know is going to be worth it. In the case when LeBron James came back to Cleveland, you know what they had to do to give to get LeBron James back? They had to trade the first round pick overall, which was Anthony Bennett, along with Andrew Wiggins, who was the guy they drafted 
traded him to Minnesota for Kevin Love. And eventually Cleveland was able to win a championship. That's what you need to do. If you're the Knicks right now, if you got a pick right now, the decision is it's a win-win situation regardless. First round pick, if you get it, you can get Zion off the bat. Or you could trade him for Anthony Davis and see what happens. And Anthony Davis, he's a generational type player. He's similar to Pazingas, if you think about it. But he's much more of a he's he's a he's a great defender. You ex- expect a double double every time. Expect him to score about 50 points. Expect him to get about 20 rebounds. Expect him to get 10 blocks. That's what I'm getting with Anthony Davis right now. And hopefully you can pray that you can get like a Kyrie. You can pray that you can get like a Klay Thompson, Jimmy Butler. Or Kevin Durant, if it, if everything looks copacetic, Kevin Durant. The choice is the choice. The Knicks, the Knicks have so many different ways to go about it right now. The worst case scenario, if they don't get the number one pick, if they don't get none of these draft picks, that's that's that's, that's it is what it is. You got two max contracts open. You have to wait next year, and that's about it. Still nothing that you accomplished. You failed on what you need to do. And you have the same bum-ass roster you have from this current season. And then you have to just make it work with, you know, getting free agents for that one-year deal. And hopefully, hopefully, it works out that you can do something. But this team is... Uh, listen, they don't do anything free agency or in the draft. Next year, they're going to be the worst team again. You're going to be drafting again and again and again with all these, you know, pink balls. Trying to get somebody. And you probably won't get nobody. I do hope for the Knicks that something good happens. But as always, for being a Knicks fan, we don't get really anything. Players ain't coming here to New York like they used to. And we just got to call it like it is. This team is a bust of a franchise. Unless James Dolan's gives this franchise up, this team is going to be a bust for the next couple more years. And unless we get somebody good enough that can really change this, you know, complexion of this franchise, we're going to be a bum-ass franchise for, for as long as we are. Now, this was a bizarre story that came out just um, pretty much came out the woodworks. Another rapper gets arrested. And I said another rapper. Everybody's already, you already know about the whole shit with Twenty One Savage. Everybody knows the whole shit with Six Nine. So now you got this up-and-coming rapper from Florida. It seems like every time I hear about Florida, most notably you hear about Kodak Black and you hear about XSXTentacion. The latter of that, he 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 died in a gunshot last year, last summertime. R.I.P. to X, and then you know Kodak Black, his issues with the law, he just can't get himself out of trouble until he moved to L.A. So now he's he's doing good so far musically right now ever since he left. It's just like that whole Broward County area in Florida right now. It just it's just it's just known for violence. You've seen what happened to these two rappers and how their life changed forever, forever, pretty much. Now, you got another up-and-coming rapper, what's YNW Melly, from the YNW squad. 
he's got he's charged with two two I think two charge of first degree murder for killing his own people there was I guess there was two other people from the YNW squad that was gunned down apparently in October they still ain't find nobody responsible for the killings there's been now forensic reports so you know the investigators that you know SVU FBI they really was able to really pinpoint the suspect who was the you know who was responsible for the killings and they linked all that to this kid right here YNW Melly so now YNW Melly and there's also another person that's part of YNW click both charged with two counts of first-degree murder premeditated murder they planned the murder they executed it they got away with it and they staged it as a drive-by from you know the opposition claiming that they did that where in fact it was these two now you really gotta be fucking crazy and now your fucking mind to even consider even killing your own people let alone somebody from your own squad if this is true if this oh, wow let me let me even let me scale it let me just scale it back to say this if this if this is true that they really did do what everybody hopes that that's that they didn't do they're going that's a death penalty but that's not i'm not i don't that's not even talking about if they're guilty or not let's look at the possibility if they didn't do it the damage has been done you see already i guess you know they you messed up their their cred a lot of sponsors ain't gonna fuck with Melly, because Melly's right now the hot nigga right now on the squad. You definitely put him in a bad spot right now, especially he was peaking. He just released the album. He's got a track with Kanye West on it right now. That's a big cosign. Things was looking up for him, and now you got a situation where this might just end his career automatically. We look at the situation with Six Nine. You know, for all the talks about him, all the talks about how he he's he's a horrible rapper. He's making moves right here. He's making money. He's already dropped two projects. And he was he was going, I guess, you know, just because of his antics, he was skyrocketing. And now this, you know, the situation he's in right now, he might not never get out. You look at um Tay K. He's another young kid. He we're never gonna hear an album from this kid because he's still stuck in a legal system for murdering two people he he might never get out he's like what 19 20 right now he might not never get out right now because it doesn't look like he's going he's you know everybody's turning his their back on him he's going he's not getting out of jail he might be even he might even get the death penalty i don't get what most of these rappers be thinking when they you know consider doing bodies considering we always hear about everybody talking about they body and rappers. Shit, I'm a, I even said it. My, I even said it myself that yo, I'm about to body these rappers. I'm about to clap them. And it sounds all good. Don't get me wrong, but you know, some some things ain't meant to be said. And for instance, this you know, there's a lot of things. It's, it's something. It's, sometimes it's, it's good to you could brag about it and talk all that Eastside fable shit. You know. 
and this is hip hop, you know, most of the people that be faking shit about what they be doing, but they don't really be doing it. And there's really people that's really doing it and they just stupid for getting caught. It's hip hop. What do you what, what do you expect? This is unfortunate. I I don't know if it's true or not. I I don't I don't first of all I'm not big on YNW Melly music to begin with. I seen the video with him and Kanye West and it just showed me Kanye West is more crazy than ever, but nonetheless it was a big co-sign for him. And the stock was up for this kid. And now just like that other than the publicity that might he come, might come out of this right now with his streams going up, that's about it. I wouldn't be. I don't think he's gonna get his music, you know, pulled out of any streaming sites over this. But right now, as far as as far as him right now in the situation, if he did it, this is this is this is fucked up. You set you staged you staged a fucking drive by on your own people, let alone your own brothers and the in the whole crew. That y'all gonna ride together and they died because of you that's that's man fuck that whole snitching shit that shit is horrible that shit is fucked up by itself right now you would have thought that the ops killed them and yet he did fuck out i don't know hopefully it's not true but who knows right now anything is possible right now Here's my take on this whole Trump national emergency bullshit because just recently Trump he he, he said about this once the shutdown you know was officially over quote unquote because he could always bring it back that if he brings back the government fundings and everything like that he's gonna stack, he's gonna declare a national emergency over getting billions of dollars for walls. Well, just so happened that the bastard did it. He signed a declared a natural state of emergency that he needs money funded, allocated to go for this, you know, wall bullshit. Now, what do I think about this? It's not like you don't got enough money to build a wall. In fact, you got a wall already. How much how much stronger of a wall do you need right now to block every type of illegal aliens or Mexicans or whatever to get past the border? Well, half of America. It's not like you, you're just cutting it off. Texas to California. So how big of a wall do you really need, honestly? Now, yeah, and honestly, what you know, let's just keep it hundred. Right now, only person that's been really complaining about this whole we need to border up us, you know, the wall and all this has been Trump. I haven't heard no type of issues when it came to the wall as of late. Which means Trump, like I said, I don't think Trump is broke. I don't feel like he's broke at all. He's his family's wealthy buku wealthy successful in all accounts despite you could you could say it you can disagree with me with his financial troubles bankruptcy with most of his Trump towers around the world but still very successful his family is very successful and very resourceful it's it's personally just disheartening that this, to see what this guy has really been out he's been preaching this since he ran for president. That this was his. This was his grand goal. This was the scheme. This is what he was gonna do. And until they, we get to the, you know, the Supreme Court, the smaller courts right now that's gonna oversee this and find a way to override this and do their best to stop it, like they did the first time when Trump was trying to, you know, really put everybody in a bind. Trump is really. 
Trump is really gonna go, you know, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna push he's gonna push the buttons. And I don't I don't know what can be done at this point. And who knows, maybe because of the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court is gonna probably favor Trump in his decision unless somebody from the smaller courts say, okay, nah, we're not, we're not doing this. Stop, 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 stop. And they just stop. They just say, no, we're not doing, we're not going to go through this nonsense. He honestly might get away with it. And it's not, it can't, can we be surprised? No. Can't be surprised about his attention. He's been preaching the same type of bullshit for the last couple of years right now. What he plan on doing. So when this government shutdown happened, Trump knew what he was doing. He made that, he made it clear. He made that known what he was doing. All right, y'all yeah, motherfuckers ain't gonna give me no fucking wealth, so I'm not gonna open up the government. And ain't nobody getting paid. Fuck these workers. Fuck anybody that's under the federal government. You're not getting paid, I'm sorry to tell you. You get paid on a later date, and I don't even, hopefully they all get paid. I don't even know they even got paid for the, for the, for the delay. It's like a month. But with that being said, Trump might get away with this, and if he do get away with it, that's a lot of that's billions of dollars being wasted for a while that we already got. How much more reinforcements do you need, or why do, why do you need what five billion dollars for a wall when it don't it won't even cost less than two billion to, to do that shit? So, what's the real point? What's the real reason why you ask for? that much money for a wall to be played. It's just, it's just more money coming out of the federal, federal, you know, central federal banks right now that we do not need right now. We're already under debt after debt that clearly we're never going to get ourselves out of right now. The more and more we keep trying to fix the, def the deficit right now, the more we're just under more and more debt. And taxes is going up and up and up and up. And... Quite honestly, I don't see how any of this is going to solve the problems we got now. But you know what? If if this is a... If we got something, let's, put, on a, let's, on a, let's play devil's advocate on a flip side. You got to salute Trump. He's stuck. Because he's stuck, he's stuck to the same goal that he's been doing for the last couple years. When he said he wanted the wall. He wasn't he wasn't playing around when he when he made his attention to know what how he felt. And in the scheme move of things, if you if you're a scammer, he scammed his way to what he, he scammed his way to prosperity. He knew what he knew what it was gonna take to reopen the government. He wasn't going to until he get what he wants. Sadly, that plan failed. Trump had a Trump had a Trump card in place just in case this type of shit would happen. He and he, he threw it out there. Now he declared a natural state of emergency. I don't remember any time he was under a natural state of emergency other than 9/11. That's maybe the last time. And the different there was a big difference between 9/11 now. Anybody that was alive during that time is clearly remember the, that, that that horrific day. This is not even close to 9/11. Trump played Trump. Yo, Trump is playing everybody for a sucker right now. Yours, you gotta watch out for this guy. This guy, he's smart when it comes to. I don't know about his smarts when it comes to business, but 
getting what he wants, he's perfect in doing that. Being a president, he wanted he wanted to be president. You can you can say that he did it outright. You can say Russia helped him, but he's president. Now with this, listen, he's he's done he's done it. He even he even calmed down North Korea before quote unquote North Korea is gonna fight with us. Which the Obama administration denied that ever was never gonna be the case when Trump made that report that Obama wanted to go to war with North Korea. Well, so I don't know how that was even formulated, but it's turned out not to even be true. So, regardless of this right now, Trump he's played he's he's played his card well right now. He knew that eventually with the shutdown, people need to, they need money. But you no, know, Democrats and other Republicans wasn't really feeling what Trump was doing. So, Trump said, "Okay, Plan A didn't work. All right, I got backup plan." Let's drop, let's drop this chick. Let's see what y'all do now. So, I guess we have to we'll stay tuned on the next episode of Trump Talk because that's what it is. We don't know what's going to happen next with this. All we know that this is going to have to go to the Supreme Court eventually because there's no way to, there's no way to believe that Trump is going to get away with it. And by all accounts, I, Trump ain't going to get away with it. So, we go to the Supreme Court. We'll see what you know Trump handles with this, and from there, we'll find out how, how it'll, it's gonna probably take over a year anyway. Any court, thing, any court case, it's gonna be mad documents. You're gonna need mad eyewitness. You're gonna need people around to find out is this even ethical? Because this is uncon, this is unconstitutional to begin with, and you just gotta see if this all makes sense for Trump to even be doing this and if it does hey go for it if not then just stop hopefully this hopefully this will be the last time we talk about walls again once the Supreme Court finally do something about this and either he grants them the wall and I guess we have to live we gotta live with it or he doesn't either way it's gonna end by next year when the Supreme Court Guess the ruling of what's gonna happen because most likely it's gonna go to the Supreme Court, and we'll just see what happens from there. Hey, folks! I wish I gave you more content for this episode, but uh, I was a little dry for today. I'm hoping that you enjoyed the whole, you know. But what I was able to say with the whole Trump nonsense, the Knicks, you know, I went over almost 20 minutes. I love the Knicks, so it's unfortunate that they're playing the way they are, but it is what it is. And um, I guess any any more stories about the whole YNW shit, I'll probably I'll definitely let y'all know. I'm going to go, but uh, before I go, check out the Let Burn Rap podcast, Anchor FM, once again. Salute to Anchor FM for the all support they given. Um, salute to the Leparant radio station on Station Head. I'm one of the ambassadors on that, and um, you can go check that out. You, it's a it's pretty much go to the Station Head app. When you get there, you know, just bump my what just bump the music I got up there, and stay tuned when I go back online. Or on the air, and check out Leprechaun on XOTV. It's a streaming videos website. 
or app. You know, we talk, we discuss stuff, or you know, we take, you know, live streams at open mics, or stuff I be doing right now when I'm inside. You know, whenever I got time, and I discuss stuff, I keep it to one topic, and I go through it. So, XO TVs for the live stream video chat. Anchor FM, which I'm on right now, the podcast, you know, listen to so many episodes I got right now. It's ridiculous that I'm even still doing it. And uh, Let Burn Rant Radio. So, I'll see you later. It's OG Bernie, the Let Burn Rant Podcast. Peace. Burn. <laughs>